Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the TGIF edition of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. This is Bob Getty. I'm in the First Bank studio here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Glad you're with us this afternoon around the state, whatever station you may be tuned in on or, of course, online. Welcome to the Eagle Hour, and what a great weekend we've got here in Hattiesburg to talk about. Uh, The guys are on location today. They're at 4th Street Bar and Grill right there in the shadow of the rock. We'll be going there in just a second or two. We've got lots to tell you about today. It is a huge sports weekend here in Hattiesburg as we've got four different, uh, well, actually five different uh, athletic teams in action in Hattiesburg this weekend. We want to review that. Of course, the headliner is the weekend series against a very good UConn baseball program. We've got some stats uh, regarding UConn that are going to make you open your eyes a little bit and to realize that this will be anything but a normal preseason weekend at Pete Taylor Park. So we're glad, to, glad you're with us this afternoon. Looking forward uh, to the weekend here in Hattiesburg. Luke and Kelly, Michael Mergens, all down at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Guys, a happy Friday to you as well. Happy Friday to you, Bob. Yeah, so Kelly and I, in honor of you, we, we both got the uh, lunch of the day. Mm-hmm. So what did we get, Senator? Mm-hmm. Fried catfish, French fries, hush puppies, and coleslaw. It was quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, of course, you get your choice of the tartar sauce or cocktail sauce along with it. And I got the, the half and half you know, sweet tea, mixture of sweet tea and, and unsweetened tea. And it's all for uh, $8.95. And it was all for Bob Getty, too. We were thinking about you every bite we ate. I'm sure you were. And, uh, you, Go ahead, they have Kelly. no need for dishwashers. They have they have no need for dishwashers here at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, Bob. <laughs> Everything was gone. <laughs> what, what did Mergens eat? Did, did he go with the catfish? No, we just made him set things up, and he's been oh, he's been I busy heard. like a bee setting up all this all this equipment. That's Michael knows what plug goes where and right. all that sort of thing. So we're up and running. But yeah, we've got some uh, Eagle Hour T-shirts right behind us. So if anybody's in the neighborhood, swing by, say hey to us. Love to give you an Eagle Hour shirt. And man, what a uh, UConn on their social media Twitter page put up some pictures. They I guess they got in last night and were practicing. This is a big weekend for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, baseball and basketball wise now because you thought. Breaking just, news, break it. Yeah, break ju- it. just when you think the basketball season was over, you know, with with FAU coming in here this weekend, it looks like more basketball to come for Jay Ladner's Golden Eagles. Now the Eagles are headed to the Conference USA Basketball Tournament. What has happened, Luke, that it has now enabled the Eagles to go? Yesterday afternoon, Conference USA announced that it will provide an opportunity for all member institutions to participate in not only the men's but the women's basketball championship so that starts uh, out in frisco texas on march 9th we'll run through march 13th and i mean bob we talked about it yesterday i mean it's really the only fair way fau coming into hattiesburg tonight they only played eight conference games gold eagles played 15 
and it's really the only fair way to to be able to do it, I guess. Completely agree, since uh, everybody's not even. And kudos to uh, Heath Hinton. He he knew what was about to happen. Uh, he actually uh, put this out on the show uh, yesterday. And, yeah, I think that's right. I mean, how do you take a team that's played 13 or 14 games, set them at home, and let a team that's played seven or eight games go play in the tournament? So, I think it's good for everybody. I think it's the right way to end the basketball season. It doesn't really add that many more teams. Am I right about that, Luke? Well, it adds two more. But what it what it does is, you know, we still got to see how they're going to seed it. I'm not sure if they if they're going to seed it conference wise. And we talked about this yesterday, Kelly, where you would basically give the winner of the East and the West a bye to the second round. But I'm telling you what, if the Eagles can win one or two this weekend, see right now if you if you look one to fourteen, Eagles would be. Uh, four from the bottom because Florida Atlantic three and five, Middle Tennessee three and nine, FIU two and thirteen. So the Eagles can, with one or two wins this week, Kelly, they could bump up their seating if the conference were to uh, to, to bracket them one through fourteen. And if one and two then get a bye, then you're you're playing a team's toward the middle of the pack, which would at least give you, on paper, a chance, you know, yeah. so to speak, going into it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's great, too, because, if again, if a team maybe has played seven games, and if you knew, hey, if they base it on winning percentage, we're 3-0. and I know it's, you know, an extreme, but we're a 1,000 winning percentage and a team that's even played seven or eight games that's lost three or four of those, you know, so, so it's a, a great opportunity and a breath of fresh air now for these kids who thought it was going to be all over. Now there's something to play and practice for for another week or so good for them good for them yeah let's not forget about tonight uh, Uh, they play tonight at seven o'clock against florida atlantic excuse me play again saturday at 4 p.m so first things first i know they're going to get in the tournament everybody's going to get in the tournament but both you guys i'm sure agree you need to win some games this weekend if now you have this new opportunity you need to go into this tournament with some momentum you, you definitely do. What I think it does, it kind of takes – it causes them to be able to relax in a good way a little more. You, if you're Ladavius Drain, you're not pl- about to play your last game in your, your basketball career. And so it, it does rejuvenate them. When you look at FAU this year, they're 8-9. and nine, They're 3-5 and five in the conference. They haven't played uh, – they didn't play this past weekend against UTEP. And uh, – they played two weekends in a row. They played February 12th and then the February 21st weekend. And then the two weeks before that were cancellations against Marshall and Western Kentucky. So this is a, this is a team that, that really hasn't played much. On the other hand, Kelly, Golden Eagles, apart from the FIU last weekend, they basically played every single weekend of the season. And they played very well against FIU last weekend. And we're looking forward to playing that second game until one of the Eagles was flagged with, you know, with COVID issues. And what also needs to be pointed out, you just mentioned that Two of the games they did not play were against Western Kentucky, which is at the top of the heap, yeah. you know, on the eastern side. So you could easily make an argument that that would be two games that FAU would have lost. So the Eagles have them at home and a good chance to potentially win two games and pick up that momentum that Bob was talking about heading into Frisco. So stranger things have happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, Lyle Lovett did marry, uh, you know, what's her name, uh, Julia, Julia Julia Roberts. Roberts. Right. So yeah. So I mean, it could happen. You never know. And and in some ways too, um, 
the Golden Eagles, and you got to think this is why the baseball game was moved from two to one tomorrow, so it allows Southern Miss fans to go support the basketball team. I mean, anytime there's a basketball tournament, no one is ever hurt for more basketball. And what I mean by that is we've seen what happens in tournaments, high school level. You see what happens in the NCAA tournament. Team just gets a second chance. I mean, if the Golden Eagles, Kelly, you know, they, they go from not getting in to getting in. If they win one game, and, man, you look up and you win two games in the tournament, Jay Ladner's got to be thrilled going into the offseason. And if you're a fan, geographically, you can't have a better setup. With Reed Green Coliseum being literally – 80 yards from Pete Taylor Park. I mean, you go out of Reed Green today, or in this case, you'd start at Pete Taylor Park, walk across the street to yep. Reed Green for the baseball basketball, you know, doubleheader. And tomorrow, you know. Same thing. Yeah, the same thing. So there's, there's no reason why you couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't take in a lot of Southern Miss sporting events this weekend and uh, really get a chance to support right. that, uh, that black and gold spirit. You know. Let me clarify one thing, Kelly. It, it wasn't weird that Lyle Lovett married Julia Roberts. It was weird that she married him. You have seen the pictures of well, both, yeah. I presume, right? Yes, yes, I have. But but the fact that it even <laughs> happened at all, Bob, shows that, <laughs> that some things are possible. Yeah, yeah you know? some things are I mean, possible. Even short-lived, but possible. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought it? Yeah, but it was a great. Both, it was a great few days, games. right? <laughs> <laughs> For him it was, I'm sure. You know. Both basketball games tonight at 7, tomorrow at 4. Both of them are on ESPN+. Plus. So baseball at 4 this afternoon against UConn, then FAU. Tomorrow, baseball at 1. and then F- So, man, you can just get your fill in. You can get your Southern Miss fix in just two days. Four games, two different sports, two days in a row. Well, you can get your fill of sports, and you're going to be going to the roost where you'll be getting your fill of sausage and chicken, yeah, and chicken tenders. Oh, does he, chicken ne- does he never stop eating? For does he never stop eating? Then you, well, look. I ate a banana this morning, Bob. That was it. So oh, I could okay. load up here All at Fourth right. Street and go to the roof. Hey, let me throw this in and about basketball real quick, guys. Uh, the women are on the road. Enjoy Lee with a win tonight or tomorrow. That would be her 500th coaching victory, is my understanding. So uh, she's going to be on the show Wednesday, and uh, hopefully she'll be here with that uh, that big 500, Kelly Sander. And wow, what what a, what a great time you know to get it. And uh, you talk about a team that has battled on the court and with the battles off the court, not only with COVID, but with Coach McNellis's personal battle. Right. Uh, what a great storyline, you know, that'll be. So let's, let's hope that, uh, that this, by the end of the weekend she has 501 victories. That's let's exactly hope, right. And we look forward to having uh, that wonderful lady on our show Wednesday. She's uh, always a very special guest, and we expect uh, nothing different uh, this coming week. All right, the guys, as we've mentioned, are down at Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Have we got? Have we located Slade? Is he going to come in and uh, talk to us here in the next segment, fellas? Yes, he is, and I, I tried to get uh, the trivia master Booty to join us, but he's wanted in three states and the American property of Samoa. <laughs> there we so go. He, well, all right, Eagle he Hour he can't be on the show today. So. Eagle Hour will continue in a minute. Kelly undoubtedly is about to pile into a dessert and an adult beverage. Because it is actually a one fifteen, uh, so Kelly, you enjoy, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. It's happy hour somewhere.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Welcome back. We are originating the... Hang on, Kevin. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, welcome back. Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Uh, We're at the First Bank Studios here in Hattiesburg broadcasting the show from our studios here. Uh, The guys are down at 4th Street Bar and Grill. This segment of the show is sponsored by Campus Bookmark and campusbookmark.net. This is a great weekend. So much stuff going on in the uh, campus this weekend. Uh, From a sports perspective, a great weekend for you to stop by Campus Bookmart and uh, pick out uh, your latest Southern Miss swag, whether it be baseball, whatever. Uh, they're open uh, Monday through Saturday on Hardy Street across from the campus. You can shop online at campusbookmart.net. You can even call them at Campus Bookmart and uh, they'll help you with your selection over the phone and mail it right to your house. Uh, you couldn't make it uh, any easier than that. The guys are down at 4th Street Bar and Grill, one of our very favorite places in Hattiesburg. Uh, the owner, Slade, is now with us, one of our very favorite people. And Slade, thanks, uh, first of all, for putting up with these guys down there. I hope their behavior has been better than normal. Well, they uh, they didn't tell me you weren't coming. I don't know if I would agree to this deal without you here, Bob. But <laughs> I've got I've got them I've I've got them separated. I got Luke in one corner and Kelly in the other. So good. Okay. Yeah, Bob's our ringmaster. Right. 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 He takes care of us. I was gonna. <laughs> During the remote today, Bob, I was going to get Squag and Cooter to come shoot some pool with me, but they said, well, what time would we need to be there? And I said, oh, you know, 1, one fifteen, and they said, like, in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> Not up yet, it's, right? Won't that... be long, we'll be, we'll, be having, we'll, be, we'll be having the 1 o'clock <laughs> right. soon, yeah. I think. Squag and Cooter are not real, not real uh, big about getting up you know, before. Slate, that early? <laughs> before you get going with Kelly, I, I just want to tell you, man, we, we're so glad that you're there, and we know what a tough year this has been for restaurant owners, but we do think there's light now at the end of the tunnel. Things are better. Take just a minute, if you will, and just kind of reflect on what the last year has been like for you and all the restaurant uh, owners in Hattiesburg. And, and I'm sure that your optimistic things are now beginning to improve. Yes, sir. We can, like you said, we can uh, now see hopefully the light at the end of the tunnel. It's It's been a rough year on everybody. I mean, restaurants, including um Especially when we were shut down completely this time last year, that was a that was a rude awakening and having to put on your cape and show up to work and try to lead your force, you know, your your herd to the to the promised land was tough back then. But here we are, you know, the the lights are still on. The, we still got cable TV and air conditioning and everything. We're able to run it all, so we're uh, we're doing better than a lot of restaurants and that 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 didn't make it. So yeah, we feel for good. those, but we're going we're going to scratch and claw our way to the other end of it. And baseball Coming being up on back the is good, right? Oh yes, I mean, number one, happy to see y'all. That you know that uh this this shows some type of normalcy that we're getting back to have y'all back here and. Uh, I know everybody's been a little bit scared of this thing, and you know we've we've definitely followed the safety protocols as well as we could here. And uh, but yeah, baseball back this weekend's just a huge weekend, if y'all, as right. y'all mentioned. And so we'll have a uh, you know being the the capacity over at the Pete, we'll have the games on every every game that's on stream somewhere. We will have baseball. Uh, on our TV. And with the month of March, you've got, and we actually have a basketball tournament this yes. year, which we didn't have last year. Slade, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Tell us about some of the things going on in March. Yeah, of course. Of course, March Madness. Uh, we, we love that time of the year as well. And I'm happy to hear that the Golden Eagles are going to get an extended play also. But um, we'll have just brackets and fun things to win prizes. And th- uh, You don't have to be present to win. Come by, fill out a bracket. We're, we have such great sponsors with that. 
our tournaments like that. And then our, our trivia, our next trivia is going to be on St. Patrick's Day, or the 17th. And it's going to be a St. Patrick's Day trivia. You don't have to be smart to win this. So just it's a general knowledge type trivia. It's always a good time. You win prizes just for being here. So we, we definitely urge people that, that, you know, to come out and join us on any type of our outings that we have. And I, and I would imagine late St. Patrick's Day evening, nobody's going to be very smart for various reasons. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, we, we will make sure that people aren't kissing or anything. We're still going to social distance through the whole thing. And, and let's, so. talk, let's talk about the, the protocols, the, Governor Reeves and Mayor Barker and some of the people. There, there are some thoughts that, that some easing might be taking place uh, early in March. Are you hearing anything along uh, those lines? I listened to uh, the governor speak the other day and he said that the numbers have you know gone and trended in the right direction and supposedly he's going to be loosening restrictions uh, uh mayor barker said something a couple of weeks ago when he extended this one uh this last uh time frame that we have that if things trend in the right direction he possibly may uh ease the restrictions as well so right now we can stay open till 11 o'clock we're open from 11 to 11 right now uh, we we still have our kitchen open till 10 o'clock at night, so if you come in after one of the ball games or need something on your way home, we're happy to make you some food on the way out the door. But um, we just urge everybody to get out and support, you know, Southern Miss and swing by here if you can. We've, we've got cold beverages and hot food. So. And, and not just Southern Miss baseball, but uh, Oak Grove baseball is being streamed. They'll have those games going. Uh, and you've got spring football, college yes. football that you haven't had before that will be on the television. Yes, we've been playing it as whatever games we can find on that, too. Of course, we'll we'll put the Pelicans game on. If it's, a, you know, any any type of regional coverage and we will even cater to this, some of the schools from up north if, if they're on a certain channel. <laughs> you know, we just, we, we, we're happy to have everybody here. So if, if we can stream a baseball game from somebody else that you enjoy seeing, we'll do our best to put it on the TV as well. Put them on, I wanna, put them on the black just, and white TV slide. Right, out back. Right. Out put back them by the, the back parking lot yeah, on the black and white TV. Right. <laughs> we'll stream it off the side of the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dumpster. That's a perfect place for it. Hang it right there on the side of the dumpster. Right. But I want to brag on 4th Street a little bit on a personal note. Um, and, of course, you'd have to be living in a cave not to know from this program that my son played baseball at Northwestern State. And the Demons were in here last weekend. And, um, and so we wanted to, you know, with money being tight as it is, you know, we wanted to be able to, to feed the Demons and thank them, you know, thank the school for things that they did for our family. So we did that. And I'm thinking, you know, we, we pulled the trigger on this late because, you know, they were changing game times. And, I mean, it was just nuts the way they were changing game times around. They couldn't get out of Natchitoches. So finally they decided on the game times. And I called Slate. I said, Slate, is there any way that you guys can pull this off, that you can feed 44 people and pull this off in like about an 18-hour right. you know, time frame when you guys weren't getting any of your food necessarily because the trucks were running late and right. so on. But they pulled it off. This catfish that they're serving today as part of their, their lunch special on Fridays, it's always a catfish Friday, 44 coaches, players, trainers, broadcasters, administrators from Northwestern State. And I think we said on the program, one of the players was eating and, and found out that it was fish. And he goes, this is fish? I, I, said, I don't eat fish. <laughs> yeah. Because I, they said, dude, you just hammered about, about four fillets, you know, right there. But you guys... In your catfish, the breading and stuff that you put on it is kind of your own mixture. Even in the coleslaw, the dressing that goes with the coleslaw, you give it a little kick with some secret stuff too. Yeah, we uh, we the the catfish recipe is something I've used for 
30 or 40 years. When we first got sidelines, I was like, you know, if we're going to do Catfish Friday, I've got the recipe for that, you know. So we've uh, continued to use that. And then, of coleslaw, we, you know, we, we do our own little thing with it. We'll buy certain certain coleslaw pre-made, but we always spice it up with our with our sauces and our are different things that I can't tell you. I'd have to kill you, Kelly. No, uh, can, can I, I can't even talk about the one little thing that sometimes, maybe on request, sure. that you do. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Sometimes, Bob, they'll put a little uh, a tequila shot or two mm-hmm. in, in the coleslaw um, in the coleslaw <laughs> mixture or uh, what, what are the, not syrup. Yeah. What, do you, what do you call it? Just, just in the slaw with it, with our other ingredients, we'll put a couple of shots just to give it that, a little bit extra kick to it. And, um, Is that right? It's nothing... You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been sleepy after having a bowl of coleslaw? Yeah. It's not. It's a big bowl. It's not like we put it in each each little bowl that comes out. You know. So although you, don't, you, don't think you're, if you're an alcoholic, you're not gonna you're not gonna come back off of this and like the coleslaw at Fort Creek got me off the wagon. No. <laughs> however, however, the demons were beaten by the Eagles nine to nothing the right. next day. Uh, so, good job, um, Floyd. Now, how often? <laughs> Yeah, Slade did his part and didn't even didn't even real the demons didn't even realize it. That was that was a fun series. I mean those those guys out there. We I stayed at the roost. I went to Monday's game. I'm going today. I'm I'm just happy to be back out there and hang with hang with everybody. And Although the demons right fielder said he was taking a beating from man, you guys out there in the roost. We gave it to him from every angle. <laughs> he yeah, he now he was. Uh, he was kind of mouthy. All he had to do was just turn around and be quiet. But once he started mouthing off back to us, we had about three different camps coming from different directions. Imagine a Cajun guy yeah. you know, being mouthy out there. Now his, yeah. his uncle and a couple other people came out to the roost. Mistake and, number yeah. two. Well, they were awesome. They, they, okay. drank, uh, they drank plenty of free cold beverages from certain people. And, okay. uh, but they, they were cool. They, he said, I noticed that y'all were giving the... Uh, the uh, right fielder, some some grief, and <laughs> and you know he, but they had a good time. They 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 started following uh, Mr. Rick on Twitter, and you know Maddox and Big John Smith. So they had a good time out there. So we didn't mean any harm. He just he just needed to shut up and play the ball. And, and they, the ball they, game, they understood so. that for sure. <laughs> now, how often do you switch up the uh, the lunch menus? Because right, I know so sometimes seasonal stuff like red beans and rice is seasonal and some things like that. We've actually started experimenting with some different things like um. I've kind of uh, I've got a new a new chef back there in the kitchen that's learning some good things and uh, so Monday through Friday's kind of the same or Tuesday through Friday's about the same but Monday it be following follow us on Facebook and keep up with what we do we'll do meatloaf lasagna just all kind of good eats man and there is nothing at Fourth Street that isn't fantastic and Luke and I and Bob can certainly attest to that Slade White is our proprietor and the Eagle Hour continues live from Fourth Street Bar and Grill right across from uh, MM Roberts Stadium within the shadow of the rock and we'll continue from fourth street bar and grill after this timeout Southern Miss to the top. Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us. Bob Getty, the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Kelly and Luke at 4th Street Bar and Grill. And uh, that'll be a great place for you to hang out some this weekend as well. And what a weekend it is. Uh, Basketball, uh, men's basketball tonight at 7 o'clock and then tomorrow at 4 o'clock on campus against Florida Atlantic. 
Women's tennis uh, just uh, actually got started. They're playing at 1 today and 4 o'clock today against Alcorn in South Alabama. Men's tennis playing on the campus Sunday at 2 o'clock against Alabama A&M. Softball with a doubleheader this uh, with a two-game series this weekend, Saturday at 1, Sunday at 3 against Houston Baptist. And, of course, the big the big showdown starts at 4 o'clock this afternoon. UConn in town. Uh, they'll be playing the Golden Eagles at 4-1 tomorrow and 11 a.m. And, uh, and Lou Johnson, I am uh, doing a little research before we come on the air. And uh, anybody that thinks UConn is going to be easy, let me tell you, 2019 they win 39 games. Uh, in the past two years, they've had three wins over Michigan, two wins over Louisville, two wins over Wichita State, two wins over Tulane. Uh, 2019 Oklahoma City Regional, they beat Harvard, Nebraska, and Oklahoma State before finally bowing out. This is going to be any anything but an easy preseason weekend for a young Golden Eagle baseball team. Scott Berry told us uh, earlier in the week on the Eagle Hour that, you know, UConn is the premier northeastern program. When kids who are born in the northeastern part of the country, that's where they want to go. And you look at what they've been doing. They've been playing baseball since 1896, made 21 NCAA tournament regional appearances. They've made six regionals in the last 10 years, uh, a little further back in the 70s, but they have five College World Series appearances. Coach Penders, he's in his 18th year, 59% winning percentage. He's closing in on the 600 uh, win mark for uh, for his career. They were in the Big East from 85 to 2013, and then they uh, they went to the American from 2014 uh, to last year, and they're back in the Big East this year. But, yeah, Southern Miss all-time against Connecticut. They've only met one time, March 20th, 2011. It was in the College of Charleston tournament. Eagles won that game 6-3, to and so – you know, Kelly, you're you're dealing with a team that you don't know hardly anything about except reputation and from a distance what you've seen them. And the, and if you want to play a team like this at the beginning of the year, right? I mean, but you don't know kind of like the Forrest Gump thing. You don't know what you're going to get. Um, you, like last weekend, for example, you had a Northwestern State team in Game One and Game Three that looked nothing like the Northwestern State team of Game Two. Right. Yeah. So you might. Yeah. Northwestern was gangbusters in, in game two last weekend. So you might see that way. You might see that with the Huskies this weekend. But they're throwing their donkey this the, in game one. I yeah. Mean, he's their stud. Bob, we, we talked about our rotation yesterday. Stanley's going to take the mound today. A great performance in game one last week against Northwestern State. Six innings. No runs. Only gave up one hit. Struck out 13 and only walked one. Ben Etheridge will pitch tomorrow. And then, uh, Bob, I know you're excited uh, about Walker Powell being back in the rotation on Sunday. Absolutely. I think he's uh, the preseason pitcher of the year in Conference USA. He's been a great, great, uh, a great, great player at Southern Miss. I guess I was, uh, I was a little surprised to see him move from his Friday to Sunday slot. I thought you had a good explanation. Do you think that's, uh, you think that's fluid? We might see a, a change in this weekend rotation as the season progresses. Well, we, you know, we found out that Gabe Shepard, you know, is, is not going to pitch probably half of the season, you know, in the rotation. He'll be in the bullpen. So what it does is Stanley, you don't move, if a guy strikes out 13, 13 people in his first start, you leave him in the Friday spot. But what it does is it forces a team. A team might look at Southern Miss and say, all right, we're not going to win on Friday because of Stanley. We're not going to win on Saturday because of uh, Etheridge. So we'll just throw our ace on Sunday. Well, what happens is when you have the preseason conference pitcher of the year and you can throw him on Sunday, it makes that team force their hand about who they're going to pitch. Um, 
if you're going out to the, the, the Pete this afternoon, you better get ready because UConn is going to throw, his, in Kelly's words, what did you call him? The donkey. That's, yeah. that's, that's the new phrase now for the he's, number one guy. He's the man. Ben Casparius, six feet, 208-pound righty. Uh, he originally started at, um, at North Carolina, and he played in the field, hit, hit 316 as a freshman, 10 appearances with a 1.69 ERA, but he transferred to UConn. And, you know, North Carolina's been a perennial Absolutely. That's team, one of the, you know? the best programs in the nation. Yeah. But, Bob, he they opened up last week at Virginia, which is a top-10 team. Casparius threw five and two-thirds, four hits, gave up two runs, and struck out six. UConn is a lot like Southern Miss. When you look at what they've done so far this season, only hitting 192. Where does that sound familiar? But their pitching staff, um, they've struck out uh, 41 batters. And so it's a lot like Southern Miss on, on paper, Bob. It looks like that they've been struggling a little bit. And you would assume this year, like like it is, though, that in this part of the season that pitchers would be a little ahead of, of hitters. Yeah, let's be honest. Southern Miss needs to start hitting the ball. I've realized they've only played four games, but uh, hitting has been pretty anemic. Uh, you know, a couple a couple well-timed hits uh, Tuesday night would have resulted in a win over a good South Alabama team. But, you know, if the hitting can come around and uh, the pitching has obviously been off to a brilliant start, uh, things will be fine. So, guys, we could be looking at a two-to-one, one-to-nothing baseball game conceivably. That's that's the way it would appear. But as soon as you say that, you know the both teams will probably go out and you know put a bunch of runs on the board. And you might be looking at right. an, at an eight to six game. But the problem, you know, the the problem when you have power hitters is it tends to be either feast or famine, because power hitters either tend to knock it out of the ballpark or they whiff. Okay, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And if I'm recruiting my team, and I'm not suggesting anybody do this, I'm just saying if I was recruiting my team. I like the guys that hit the singles and the doubles. Right. I, I know that home runs are sexy, and I know that, you know, that, that's what, that, those are crowd pleasers when people hit home runs, but I want guys that can put the ball in play. I can move runners. I can implement hit and runs. I can do all kinds of things if I can get my guys just to put the ball in play. Um, because again, if you, you can't advance anybody on a strikeout. You know, unless the catcher drops the ball. But at this level, they're not going to do that very often. So, you know, that's that's the double-edged sword of when you get some of these power hitters, is if they don't knock it out of the ballpark, they, they sit down on the end of the bench and nobody moves anywhere. Well, let me tell you, so. you can actually score a run uh, after you've struck out a batter. I watched South Alabama do that the other night. But uh, anyway, so Kelly, let me ask you this question. The, the last cat you skinned, was it a Persian or a Calico? Um... Actually, I didn't even need to skin it because it was one of those. It was one of those Egyptian ones with the funny eyes that didn't have any didn't have any right. hair on. It I was just curious. With, so you said skin skinning it. a cat three. There more than one way. I was just is there was there one particular breed that's more difficult to get the skin off than the other? I'll have to talk to some of my friends down in Louisiana who uh, <laughs> who, who like to peel them up off the road. You know, before they cook them. I don't I don't know if they peel them or not. You know. Beforehand, this, but, uh, this segment is quickly going into a ditch. So somebody yeah. might change that. Uh, great but, series but, but this weekend, is, though, guys. No question about it. Yeah, the, the point the point is well taken, though. Put the ball in play. You know, just put the ball in play. Um, and if you have to implement the bunt, I know guys don't like doing it, but 
You know, if you have to, to get some runs, where you would think that on the surface runs are going to be at a premium, do it. It'll be interesting to see what he does. I feel like Wilkes will stay in the five hole. I think that's a good spot for him. Sargent had a good hit. It'd be interesting to see what he does with the DH today. Charlie Fisher wasn't available Tuesday night. He was dinged up a little bit. Does Fisher get back in the lineup today? Can't imagine really anything else changing. We've got to get, and, and I know you don't live and die by your offensive production from your catcher, but Johnson or Stanley, They've got to contribute with the bat of some sort. If 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 I got a catcher that goes one for four man or one for three, I'm happy. But we Stanley's had a few different times and and Johnson too where they had opportunities. And it seems like so far this year when the Golden Eagles had multiple runners on base, it was an eight or nine, you know, batter at the plate. And so maybe they can. Uh, the bottom half of the lineup. Dickerson's done a pretty good job getting on base early in the season, but got to have production. Danny Lynch has got to cut. DJ Lynch has got to hit some, too. He's hitting below 100 right now. But as far as the pitching rotation goes, unless something really goes badly, you want to try to keep the pitching rotation as yeah, it is because the absolutely. pitchers prepare mentally if they know that Friday is my day or Saturday yes. is my day. They can mentally prepare for that being their day. They go through. They're, they're, they're an odd, odd birds, lots of them, pitchers are, as far as their mental prep. What's goes. interesting, guys, this weekend we will not see a left-handed starting pitcher at all. Casparius against Hunter Stanley today, Joe Simone Jr. tomorrow against Ben Etheridge, and then Sunday Austin Peterson against Walker Powell. All righties, kind of, kind of a rare opportunity like that, especially with two teams with the recruiting power of Southern Miss and UConn, Bob, that you don't get a, a southpaw at all in the starting rotation. No, it's going to be really exciting. You know, through the years we see these teams from up north come down to the south, and and generally speaking, Kelly, they take it on the chin from, from Southern-based uh college baseball programs and uh, it remains to be seen but I, I just sort of get the feel this will be a little different uh, look from a team up north yeah because UConn has has the resources financially to have indoor training facilities and they don't they don't have to hit ground balls on a cement floor in an armory somewhere you know or one of those um, Quonset huts you know that you that used to be the the basketball gymnasium back in 1940 you know so they've got the resources to have turfed infield still nothing like the real thing and and they've already played some you know already this year so gonna uh, be exciting should be all systems go today at the Pete yeah all right we're gonna wrap things up from 4th Street Bar and Grill and uh, look forward to hearing from the guys gonna tell you what else is going around Conference USA and baseball this weekend Take care of a few other notes and then get ready for the weekend. Stay with us. That is proper. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back, back to the Eagle Hour. Street Bar and Grill. Yeah, Bob, we're back on the Eagle Hour. Yeah, With, I thought you were taking that one. You thought I was taking that one. Oh, hey, it's all good. There's some, uh, some pool going on up in here, and we ate the catfish. In, in honor, we just want to let everybody know. I'm that kind we of tired of hearing about really the catfish. In, in honor of you today. Tired of hearing about the catfish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. No, I'm tired of hearing about the catfish. Go right ahead. Go ahead and say something else about the catfish, Luke. 
Catfish was extremely good. You can find it every Friday at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Hush Puppies, French Fries, and the slaw was ex- exceptionally well today. I washed it down uh-huh. with a cold, yeah. sweet tea, and it can be yours yeah. every Friday at 4th Street Bar and Grill. And, and I don't know what the, the coleslaw yeah. I really uh, thought was right. good today. I ate the same coleslaw you did. I'm perfectly Sander fine. Had it a, was Sander really had a fifth, tasty. A fifth of coleslaw. <laughs> The coleslaw was so good. <laughs> All right. What's going on around Conference USA in baseball? Rhode Island is at Old Dominion. Cincinnati at Western Kentucky. Bowling Green at Middle Tennessee. Alabama A&M at UAB. Seton Hall at FAU. Southern University at Louisiana Tech. Miami of Ohio at FIU. Of course, UConn at Southern Miss. Here's an interesting one. Rice goes across I-10, and they're going to be playing the Raging Cajuns in Lafayette. That is a mm, really a cool series. early. And, and two weeks from now, guess what? Raging Cajuns come into the peat. So that's the one I would be watching outside of uh, Southern Miss-UConn is, is, is by far probably the most intriguing matchup this weekend. But over in Lafayette, Rice, that place is going to be kicking for that game tonight. Yeah, the K- and, and two very good, traditionally good base- baseball programs. And Rice... By all by all accounts, Rice has rebounded uh, to use a, a basketball term and use it to baseball because the the Owls have been down by Rice standards the last couple of years. But but they look like they're they're back on their on their way up. And although there's a lot of respect being shown to Southern Miss by a lot of outlets, one outlet that is not showing the Eagles much love is the Massey ratings. Uh, going into the season, you know the Southern Miss. A lot of people had the Eagles on the cusp of the top 25 or, you know, the top 40 at least. Not so with the Massey ratings. In fact, so little love, Luke Johnson, that the Eagles, according to the Massey ratings, aren't even in the top two in Conference USA. In fact, you have to go to number five before they even show up in Conference USA. What about it? Kelly, we know you love the Massey ratings. Old Dominion at at first in Conference USA at 55. Louisiana Tech right behind them at 57. Florida Atlantic, 3-1 and one overall. They're at 66. Charlotte at 78. And then the Golden Eagles are at 114. Um, what do you make of that? It's just got to be a loss to Northwestern State. Um, if you would have swept Northwestern State being 3-1, and it would have probably been, been a little better. Uh, but Southern Miss is fifth at 114, just to round out the conference. San Antonio at 113, Rice at 141, FIU at 158, UAB at 174, Marshall at 204, Middle Tennessee rounds out at 212. So, yeah, Golden Eagles. That's probably the lowest they've been in quite some time. Yeah, and the only thing the only thing that I can really think of is that is that the Massies are, are just not sold on the offensive attack of the Eagles so far. Because when you look at the the resume of the pitching staff, uh, on paper, of course it's on paper. It's got it's got to be done on the field. Um, but I don't see any reason why that that won't happen. You know, on the mound, but they're just going to have to produce some runs. But yet, when you look at the game matchups that the Masseys have today, they predict that Southern will beat uh, UConn tonight. With UConn throwing their donkey, they've got Southern beating Connecticut four, four to three. Yeah, four to three, with an over under of what we, eight, eight and a half, something like that. And we should we should mention that UConn is seventy six in these. But either way, Eagles are going. Bob Eagles are going to face an extremely good pitcher today. So if it's a low-scoring affair today, don't freak out, you keyboard geniuses and social media warriors. Um, it's a really good picture going for the Huskies today. No question, and that's the that's the secret of, of college baseball. Good pitchers generally win games, and so uh, 
This should be a low-scoring affair. And, you know, it's fair to say, guys, that these Massey ratings are the outlier of everything I've read from every college baseball publication so far this year. There's no other way to explain that. They're the only... They're the only operation observing college baseball that has the Golden Eagles ranked anywhere near, anywhere near that. So, Kelly, I know that's your your go-to people, but they do seem a little out of touch about the, the baseball program. You would think so, for for sure. I mean, you know, but somebody's got to be wrong, right? And and you hope it's them. But if if you'll spin this, if you're Scott Barry, and you can spin it this way, um, it, if you want somebody to air. On one side, you want them to air. Make them, make us, make them look over us. Do cor- that, absolutely. Ab- ab- yeah, you'd, you'd rather be down there at 200 and say, look, nobody respects us. Nobody thinks, you know, these guys don't think we're very good. So we have something to prove. You can certainly use it as a motivation tool. All right, real quick. How many games Eagles win this weekend? Uh, I say the Eagles win I two out of sweep. three. Two out of three. I think they sweep it. Sweep? I think it's a sweep. You going to get a broom? I'm going two out of three. I, uh, I'm interested to see what Walker Powell does. Uh, Bob, we will blow kisses at, Kel- at Casey Fisher's photo for you on the way out of 4th Street. Me too. That, and that's always fish. a good luck charm. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the catfish. And uh, now go take a nap, Kelly. And Bob's, yeah, since you can't eat yours, Bob, we're going to give yours to Todd Elsey. <laughs> so he can get a, a second free meal while he's out there. I got it. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll see everybody at the Pete, and we'll be back here Monday, 1 o'clock. Scott Berry, of course, on the show Monday. Until then, have a good and happy, safe weekend, and Southern Miss. To, to the, the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.